Hello everyone, I am Regina Dubose. Welcome to Getting Started with Jesus, which is designed to teach you the process for spiritual growth and maturity. This program is geared to help you, teach you, encourage you, and motivate you to grow in your personal relationship with God. As you listen every week, I present some principles, sometimes dialogue with a special guest, play some inspiring music, as well as sing, I love to sing, and share some of my best secrets that I learned as a small business owner for 37 years. My small business, The Alexis Company, turned 37 years old on March 16, 2023. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I am so grateful to God. My goal is to help you grow and mature overall as a person. You know, grow up, grow stronger, grow further, and of course, grow deeper in your relationship with God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost. My spiritual mother once told me that when you grow and mature spiritually, you will mature overall as a person. Now, of course, I want you to subscribe and follow the podcast. First of all, because I am following God. And secondly, follow so that you can receive notification whenever a new episode is available. Remember, this is a listening podcast, so you can listen at your convenience, in the comfort of your car, at home, in your office, and at your specific time. Choose from a variety of platforms, including Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes. There are so many to select. Also, you can follow us on social media, including Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and visit our website, www perfectpeaceworks.com, www.perfectpeaceworks.com. I will mention the website again at the end of today's show. So let's get started. Today we're going to talk about don't make me stumble. Please, please don't make me stumble. Today we're going to talk about Christian liberty and address the real freedom we have as children of God. This is a mature discussion about the do's and don'ts in the Christian community that have many people living beneath the standard for the abundant life. These questions are repeated throughout your Christian journey. Is this wrong? Can that really happen? Is that okay? Can I do X, Y, or Z? Now that I am a Christian, what am I supposed to do about this situation or that incident? Say what? Which way is the right way to go? Should I just look the other way? Come on now, don't you have some answers? Then others complain, I'm just trying to get some clarity on what I should or should not be doing as a Christian. Some folks say, Oh, I'm just tired. I'm just tired. I'm just human. They give the excuse, I'm only human. But I don't want to make my Christian sister or brother stumble. You know, fall away, fall down, and be led astray because of my behavior or their weakness in this area. Does anybody really care? Think about it. I mean, really, really think 
about it. Am I, are you, are we, our brothers and sisters keeper? Are my actions or behavior problematic? Am I a hindrance to my fellow believers' spiritual growth and maturity? Well, when you add up the numbers and look at the total equation, many new, weak, and abused saints of God have suffered and fallen away from their faith simply because of the stumbling blocks and roadblocks that were placed along their pathways. Don't make me stumble is a cry that focuses on allowing people to grow stronger in Jesus Christ at their own pace and conviction without being stifled, mocked, ridiculed, or gently abused just because they are new in the faith or new in growing up in their faith. It is amazing how much we miss out on because someone else has shown us the negative side of this walk by introducing us to unnecessary suffering and anguish. Abuse from jealousy, envy, meanness, confusion, anger, despair, and fear certainly exists in the world. However, when we open the doors to worldly influences, then that stuff comes right into our church settings, lingering around and taking control of human behavior. People succumb and retreat to old habits, old ways, excuses, and forget how to handle the liberty and freedom we gain as new creatures in Jesus Christ. As stated in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, Therefore, if any man or woman be in Christ, he or she is a new creature, a new creation. Old things are passed away. Behold, or look, all things are become new. The Apostle Paul addresses this subject in Romans chapter 14 in his discussion about our individual responsibility as Christians. Listen to what it says in Romans chapter 14, verses 1 through 3. Him that is weak in the faith receive ye, but not to doubtful disputations. Verse 2. For one believeth that he may eat all things, another who is weak eateth herbs. Verse 3. Let not him that eateth despise him that eateth not, and let not him that eateth not judge him that eateth for God received him. The passage of scripture from verses four through 11, take time to read it, sum up the responsibility that we have to be accountable for our actions, especially how we treat one another, the brethren, our fellow Christian sisters and brothers, those who are believers and those who trust in almighty God. Verse 11 says, for it is written, as I live, saith the Lord, every knee shall bow to me and every tongue shall confess to God. Verse 12. So then every one of us shall give account of himself to God. Isn't that something? God knows, he hears, he cares, and God understands. And you and I will have to give an account for all of our actions. Whew. Wow, indeed. Oh, yes, we will have to do that, indeed. Now listen to verse 13. Let us not therefore judge one another anymore, but judge this, 
rather that no man or woman put a stumbling block or an occasion to fall in his brother's or sister's way. Let me read that again. This is verse 13, Romans chapter 14, verse 13. Here's what it says. Let us not therefore judge one another anymore, but judge this, rather that no man or woman put a stumbling block or an occasion to fall in his brother or sister's way. When you jump down to verse 19, he tells us to edify each other. Here it is. Let us therefore follow after the things which make for peace and things with which one may edify another. He sums this section by stating in verse 21, it is good neither to eat meat nor to drink wine nor anything by which thy brother stumbleth or is offended or is weak. So here is a true testimony. When I really started studying the word of God, witnessing and sharing the gospel, I was convicted about going back into the nightclubs and lounges where I used to sing and dance because I didn't want to lead my new converts astray. Not that it was wrong to do, but it wasn't the best use of my energy and time as I was called and being led to spread the good news that Jesus saves and has a wonderful plan for your life. You know, the world here on earth is dominated by Satan and his demons. And when you are not concerned or even careful about your own sinful behavior, it can lead people away from the church and away from the gospel of Jesus Christ. You know, we are told to walk worthy of the calling and to walk circumspectly. That is found in Ephesians chapter 4, verses 1, 2, and 3, and Ephesians chapter 5, verses 15, 16, and 17. When you fast forward to this time and age, many young adults have told me that they stopped going to church and believing in the power of God because of some crazy situation that exposed them to hypocrites, self-righteous folk, and those who think they are above the word of correction, doctrine, reproof, and instruction. You know, the know-it-alls, they can be found in anybody's congregation. However, if you read further, you will see in Romans chapter 15, verse one and two, Apostle Paul states, we then that are strong ought to bear the infirmities of the weak and not to please ourselves. Let every one of us please his neighbor for his good to edification. In other words, Christians should be a group of people bound for glory as we appreciate one another with dignity, respect, peace, and our common bond, Jesus Christ. He states in chapter 15, verse five through seven, now the God of patience and consolation grant you to be like-minded one toward another according to Jesus Christ. Verse six says that ye, meaning y'all Christians, ye may with one mind and one mouth glorify God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Verse seven, wherefore receive one another as Christ also received us to the glory of God. Don't make me stumble, please. Don't make me stumble. You know, topple over, fall. Don't make me stumble. Take the necessary time to study this entire passage. Romans chapter 14, verse 1 
through chapter 15, verse 3. This is where the Apostle Paul presents principles of guidance respecting practices about which Christians differ. The commentary in my Schofield Study Bible states, and I quote, Convictions about what constitutes Christian conduct sometimes reflect ecclesiastical and social backgrounds, but the principles written in this passage are timeless. They may be stated as follows, and I want you to listen to this carefully. Number one, Christians are not to judge the practice of other Christians in respect to doubtful things. Number two, Christians are personally accountable to God for their actions. Number three, Christians are not to do anything that will put a stumbling block before their brethren. Number four, have Christian liberty regarding what they do. Number five, are to do what will edify their brethren. Number six, should for the sake of the weaker brethren voluntarily abstain from certain practices. Number seven, are to do only what can be done without self-condemnation. And number eight, are to follow the example of Jesus Christ, who did not live to please himself. End of quote. That is heavy. This is the summary from Schofield, which I have quoted. That is so heavy. Heavy. So here's a question. How come you haven't heard about this teaching? Or why is it not discussed? In fact, where has this subject been taught or even mentioned in your Christian circle, church, congregation, or community? I know, I know, I know this is a hard subject to tackle, but so necessary. Because I get asked all types of questions. Is it wrong to gamble? Can we go to the casino? Are you sure I can't smoke anymore? What about drinking? Is he homosexual? Isn't she a lesbian? What should I do? He hit my butt. That person violated my body, is that right? Did you hear what they said? If it's not in the Bible, is it wrong? How do you know that's true? Is he or she really a Christian? Can, can women? preach the word of God? Why is he always angry? I thought the pulpit was a holy place. Did you hear what he said? Where is that in the Bible? What in the world do these bylaws mean? And on and on and on. I get asked so many types of questions. It often happens when sin is obviously ignored or put on the back burner dismissed as a mistake or conveniently wrapped up in some man-made rule or regulation or statement called church bylaws. Unfortunately, some new, weak, or backslidden person whose chance to be restored, renewed, or rebuilt is weakened, and the seed never takes root to grow. Remember, your behavior displays and showcases your progress and spiritual growth and maturity or lack thereof. So when you are not growing spiritually, not being challenged to get rid of sin, not learning to love your enemies according to the Bible, and not focusing on edifying the brethren, 
then you are just going through the motions and being what we call religious. The same routine, month by month, year after year, religious, program after program. And is anybody really getting saved? So sad, but true. But here are some comforting words of wisdom and direction. I want you to know that James, the brother of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, wrote the book of James, which gives direction on practical Christian living. The messages from his scriptures go from controlling your tongue to asking God for wisdom, to being a doer of the word, to enduring temptation, to having faith without works, to resisting the devil, to humbling yourself in the sight of God, to confessing your faults one to another. And all of these scriptures will help you, me, and all of us to maintain a Christian conduct and behavior that is in accordance with the will of God as we edify one another. It is a wonderful book to do a personal study and begin to monitor your own personal lifestyle, conversation, behavior, and mannerisms as a child of God. Finally, take this one verse and hide it in your heart by memorizing and meditating upon it. Galatians chapter 5, verse 1. It simply says, Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty with which Christ hath made us free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. May God bless you and heaven smile upon you. So be encouraged. Join us each week and learn the process for your spiritual growth and maturity. Think about it. Grow closer to God. Experience the peace of God. Share the wisdom of God. And yes, live in the power of God. Let me leave this verse with you from Isaiah 26, verse 3. Thou will keep him or her in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusteth in thee. Let's do it together. Grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To him be glory now and forever, as stated in 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 18. Amen. So don't forget to subscribe and follow this podcast because I am following God and connect with us on social media. Go to my website, www.perfectpeaceworks.com. That's www.perfectpeaceworks.com. Email your questions and please order my books. You can also purchase them from Amazon or Target.com and other online platforms. Many of the topics on this podcast come directly from my two books, Perpetuating Wealth, Secrets to Longevity in Small Business, and Getting Started with Jesus, The Process for Spiritual Growth and Maturity. Listen, I have a big announcement. The audiobooks are now available on Audible, iTunes, or Amazon, and my books can now be used for just listening in your car, a road trip, uh, while you're commuting, vacationing in the sun. Uh, you can listen to the books at your book clubs, uh, fraternity groups, Christian education classes, 
group discussions, women's conferences, leadership workshops, and so on. I look forward to hearing from you. And until next time, be peaceful, celebrate life, keep moving forward. And yes, trust only God. May God give you his wonderful, wonderful blessings. Amen. Amen.